Hi everyone, it's Esther from the Magical Coaching and this is the new episode of the Life After Coaching. So welcome everyone, hope you had a lovely weekend. It's been a week since the first episode was uh, recorded and published. And today for the second episode, I have a special guest, Rebecca. Hi Rebecca, how are you today? Hi Esther, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here and talk to you. Oh, that's nice. Thank you so much. I'm really, really excited. And looking forward to our conversation as well. How was your weekend, Becky? It's been great. I'm finally back in London and I'm really enjoying it. Okay, nice, nice. So for the listeners, yeah, we are still in London and uh, the London weather hasn't changed at all. So we can talk about the weather for hours, but this time the topic is slightly different. It's about coaching. So um, we started to have coaching discussions with Rebecca this year. It was like uh, now 10 months ago right so a lot of things have happened since the beginning of the year and uh, that time when we had the conversations with Rebecca it was mainly about the self-confidence and about communication so Rebecca what has changed now like how confident you are how is your communication at the moment yeah so right now I'm feeling really good about it it was mostly related to uh, my issues came actually back in Uh, 2019 when Mm -hmm. I felt that I was really good at communicating but then I always got feedback that I wasn't communicating well enough it was way too straightforward to the point and came off as a little bit offensive and it was really damaging my confidence that it wasn't really matching what I thought of myself Mm -hmm. and my communication skills and now I actually so it's very much related to work and now I actually heard that this is one of my strongest assets right now so I'm very happy and I've seen quite a big change in myself and it's also helping my confidence so I would say a lot thanks to you Esther for this thank you so much thank you so much uh, so you mentioned that uh, that it's related to work and you mentioned that it's always uh, like it's related to the uh, uh, self-reflection in, in a way right because you you got a different perception you got a different feedback from the outside world and now i don't know what happened in work exactly but you are saying that it's much better so can you tell me like in these last couple of months what have happened to you that you you communicate much better and you are more confident thanks to that as well based on the feedback what you are receiving from the outside world yes well what i've seen especially is that when we started the sessions we kind of just had very nice discussions and it was not like you were telling me stuff it was more that you were guiding me through my thoughts and how i can explain myself in a better way and also to resonate Mm -hmm. a bit better because i am very straightforward and that also comes with sounding very confident but at the same time maybe i'm not so everything was just like not really in line Mm -hmm. so i feel that now people's perception of me might have changed as well still i'm coming off as very strong and i have an opinion and i like to share it with others but now i formulate it better and i'm more i'm giving more of a comprehensive story when i try to explain my um thoughts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. does it make sense <laughs> it does it does it it actually sounds that uh, you are also think through what you would like to say in a way 
and I sense that you are also pausing to to self-reflect and maybe I don't know but maybe you might also learn from every and each conversation that you are having nowadays oh yes definitely and also it's not really only related to work these days so that was basically one of the goals we had to improve Mm -hmm. that skill with me but it's not just work related it also reflects on every conversation or interaction I have Mm -hmm. and it's one of the biggest challenges I think everybody has that we need to be able to communicate with each other and get to understand each other better so that's where we need to start and my perception of how I communicate before is completely different to how I communicate today I think Mm-hmm. Well, what would you say? <laughs> oh, I, I think it definitely when we had our first chats about it and, and you know, like started to discover like how do you communicate and, and what is related to the communication. If I remember correctly, those times like 10 months ago, you were quite impatient as well in your communication. Yes, <laughs> definitely. So, so one of, it was one of the challenges that you, you really wanted to everything happen immediately. Oh, yes. yes and uh, now I can see that you are much more calmer mm-hmm. so when you are also much more calmer obviously your communication and and the perception from the person who you are talking to is different yes. and this is probably what you can experience as well nowadays yes and also I can get people to understand my point because I'm better at resonating around it mm-hmm. so instead of being impatient and just rushing to get to the point Instead, you can build yourself almost like a case. So you have all of these facts and your points and your stand uh, standpoints and you can explain yourself much better. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. when people understand you. Mm-hmm. Then you normally don't have any friction like mm-hmm. I experienced in the past. Okay, okay. Uh, I have a question around it. So usually it's also very important to whom we are talking to, right? Yes. What is the message that we would like to deliver? So uh, just for the listeners to explain it a bit more, it's uh, it's different when you talk to somebody who is like your friend or who is within your family and they know you and they understand you. And it's completely different when your audience is, like you mentioned, work, it's related to how you talk to your manager or to the senior directors. So your audience is always changing and this is this is the importance of the communication so now that you are mentioning that uh, you are much more calmer and uh, you know people can understand you better and get the message have you changed anything in the way how you communicate to the different audiences when you when you talk to them I definitely think so mm-hmm. and especially when I think about the last month when I also been I've been to different countries, so there's a lot of cultural changes mm-hmm. in between these countries. So you also need to adapt, and it's a little bit like mirroring who you're, mm-hmm. whoever you're talking to. Yeah. And I think that's really important, and we also talked about quite a lot, uh, yeah, as you said, to think before I really go into something and before I action or speak my thoughts. So. No, yeah. it's been a big change. Okay, okay, I'm really happy to to hear it. And also, you mentioned quite uh, quite an important thing regarding the culture that uh, 
I mean, like I grew up in Hungary, you grew up in a different country as well. We live in London, which is again like a completely different culture. And throughout the way, like uh, our verbal communication, but also our body language is important part of the communication. So depending on the different cultures, it's it might have a different meaning how we communicate and how we set the tone or how we have our body language what we talk to the other person. So yeah, I I absolutely agree that it's like um, it's an important part of the of the whole learning about the audience and learning about how we communicate to the to the people. So um, at the moment, like it's October, no, it's only in November. Wow. So in November 2020, how do you feel at the moment? It's been 10 months uh, since the, since our chats. Well, today I feel much better. There has been definitely some bumps in the road this year. And I think that everybody is facing challenges that we didn't even think was going to hit us in 2019. So it's been a tough year, but today I'm very happy. I'm very pleased with myself, mm-hmm. to be honest, and mm-hmm. the achievements I've done this year. I think I've developed a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult to say exactly in what way, because it's very intangible. But I just feel much more pleased with myself. Okay, okay. That's uh, definitely like uh, self-growth and also self-development. and. We, I mentioned that at the beginning of the conversation that our topics were mainly focusing on the self-confidence and communication and it's an important part of the self-confidence as well, what you just said, that you feel much better in inside of you or, or in a way like how you perceive yourself, right? And uh, talking about perception, how do you how do you perceive now the life, the perception toward the life at the moment? towards life yeah wow (laughs) and that's quite interesting if you would have asked me three months ago would have been completely different answer even yeah definitely because now life I think it's full of opportunities Mm -hmm. I've always been very action-oriented so if I want something I do it but if I think about life now it's very happy I know much more what I want to do with life and what makes me happy and then I try to prioritize that over stressing over things that might not be that important Mm -hmm. or that is not actually something I can control. Mm -hmm. So it's more like dealing with the situations and also to have someone that you can tell your thoughts and your feelings to and not just sit and hold it within yourself because that's really Especially in these days when there are so many lonely people, I think that we really need to talk about Mm -hmm. or have someone to talk to whenever you feel stressed. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. So uh, in terms of the talking to somebody and and you are referring to this current climate that uh, we are all facing at the moment and we we couldn't imagine at the end of the last year, beginning of this year, what's waiting for us. what advice would you give to the listeners in in terms of like uh, talking to someone, finding somebody to talk to, and and you know this whole uh, emotional um, environment and and your your thoughts and feelings that uh, you also went through? Well, I think that it's important to find someone that is a good listener and does not judge you. Mm-hmm. And I really feel that you are that Esther. That you are the person that I went to 
whenever I had uh, challenges this year. And I knew that you knew it before me <laughs> whenever I, when you know, when something, when the lid was on, so to say. So the lid was on my feelings mm -hmm. and I knew it that you knew it. And you knew that I knew that you knew it. <laughs> we can continue like that. But it's important to find someone who will listen to you when you're ready to speak your mind, so to say. Yeah. That's what I would say. And I think that everybody can find someone like that around them or they can get someone professional to listen yeah. to them because there is a big difference in having someone just listening to you and they are not professional and they might give advice or guide you in a way that I don't think is maybe the right way but just to have someone who is there to help you to reflect on your emotions I think that's really important so try to find someone like that that's my advice okay okay thank you so much for your kind words actually as well um so you have mentioned that uh you need somebody who you can talk to and somebody who can listen to you so looking back for the past few months since that uh, event happened to you what would you have done differently in that case knowing what you know at the moment yeah so what happened was that we were in a lockdown here in London and I felt very trapped I felt extremely trapped and I was a little bit lost I felt very lonely and it was like we were stuck in just a machinery, like everything was just running and the time was passing and I felt that I didn't do anything with my life. And I think that a lot of people felt like this, it sounds like it's just my issues, but I think that a lot of people felt like this, especially the last month. Mm -hmm. What I would have told myself if I look back, what advice I would give myself is to open up before it goes too bad. Mm -hmm. So I felt really down and I basically broke down on the street crying a lot. And then I called you and you gave me the best advice ever. And what I eventually did was I went to Sweden. So because there was less restrictions and I could be free and I could breathe again. And that was my main issue that I felt so trapped. So I was lucky to have that option, but I was also lucky to have the support from you actually tell me to take actions on these kind of things so I should have communicated much earlier how I actually felt because mm -hmm. it was a long time that you were asking me how are you doing are you okay and I was like <laughs> yeah I'm fine <laughs> yeah yeah um thank you so much for for your honesty and you know opening up about this and uh, as you said there might be a lot of people feeling lonely and doesn't know who to talk to who to turn to and um, with the current climate I think it's okay to feel that you are not feeling good and it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to find other people you can share your emotions and and you know talk about it because just talking about it can help you a lot
And uh, from my personal perspective, if I look back to that period of time, like it wasn't easy for me either. So it's really just like uh, how you look at the whole situation. And if you take it as an opportunity to self-develop, to do something differently, to brainstorm with yourself or with your loved ones, with your family, or you close down and, you know, feel sad and, and kind of nervous about what's happening around the world. So, I'm, I'm really glad that you said that, you know, you would have done things differently and you're advising the people also to open up and, and talk to others because we are humans and, and it's so important to, to communicate and share our emotions because we can help each other in this way as well. So, um, yeah, thank you for, for being so honest uh, about it as well. Yeah, and especially now with the news from yesterday that we are again going into a lockdown. I feel more confident that this time it's not going to be that bad. And if it is, let's talk about it and then deal with it, whatever we can control. And then hopefully we would feel much better, or at least with ease with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I do not feel stressed about what's going to happen the next four weeks. But I think it's just because of the learnings and from the coaching in the last 10 months. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, I really like your way of looking at these things at the moment. And, uh, you know, if you are more stressed about the things, it's not helping to, to us either. It's not helping to our immune system. It's not helping to our soul, to our emotions. So it's a really nice approach that you are uh, heading to this lockdown, which is happening in a couple of days. Um, if you if you look back uh, to this whole journey for the last 10 months, what have you discovered about yourself? That's a very interesting question. I would say that I'm much more emotional mm-hmm. than I thought. Mm-hmm. Before I saw myself as a very rational person, that I almost could control my feelings because I could give myself a reason to think like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm so much more emotional. Okay, okay. And it's also very brave to say it in front of everyone, like in front <laughs> yeah. of the listeners, that you are much more emotional. Since, but I think uh, it, that's what also impacted so much my communication. Mm. That whenever I was stressed or it was not in line with how I saw myself, it really disappoint. It was a disappointment to myself. Mm. And then you have the emotions again. <laughs> yeah, and you have emotions and yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So... Now that uh, now that we know what happened to Rebecca, and really, really, I really appreciate your honesty about it, and you know, being open to the listeners as well, because um, it's important to learn from each other's uh, stories and and what we went through, and and take the take the key takeaways for ourselves as well. Uh, what's next for Rebecca? What would you like to do? What areas of your life or, or your personal um, um, self would you like to develop further in this stage? What What are your plans moving forward? I would still like to continue on this path to be much better in communicating because I do like to talk in front of people. I do like to um, have discussions, but I also want to make sure to that I reason very well and that get my point across without being very emotional about it, without stressing about it. And it should be coming more from within, like a 
comfort and a confidence from within instead of doing it with strong words so to say mm-hmm. so that's what I really want to focus on and continue and then I also like during this uh, last month I've developed myself in many fields I found myself with new hobbies and I uh, involved myself with people that give me a lot of energy mm-hmm. and then I try to give the energy back and then you know I think that's how we can also yeah help each other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely um, if you would have to give one advice to the listeners looking back and you know uh, learning from the from this journey and you mentioned quite many things one thing that would stand out as a key learning point what would it be that uh, you would uh, you would mention to the listeners as, uh, as an advice to do i think it's important to start with yourself mm-hmm. because i think i blamed a lot of the communication on the other part mm-hmm. and I didn't really go into myself that deep but I think that's the key to start with yourself and then if you have someone who is honest and who you can talk to that will give you feedback and like very truthful feedback uh, then I think that could help anyone just to develop mm-hmm. Uh, now that you are saying about the feedback, I have one more question for you. Mm-hmm. How difficult it was to receive the feedback about your communication and how difficult or easy it was for you to compare it with your self-awareness, how you saw or saw yourself in that time? Well, at that time I found it very difficult because it was so far away from my own perception of my communication skills. but. At the same time, when we started with the sessions, I did not find that feedback difficult. So I think it was just when I received it the first time that I couldn't relate to it at all because it didn't it conflict with my own uh, thoughts. And then I thought it was a bit unfair. But then when you and I worked on it, I could relate much more to it. Mm-hmm. It was deeper than just communication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So self-reflection is is very important and uh, also compare it with the perception from the outside world. And I think the the most challenging part for everybody is to find the truth, like the truth for yourself. And once you found it and you accepted it, then you can work on it further. Yes, definitely. Okay, so we are uh, we are approaching toward the end of this conversation, and uh, before we finish, I would like to give you the opportunity also to ask me one question because I always keep asking you questions, and uh, yeah, uh, what would be your question toward me? I do have a question. Okay, and it's very much something that is interesting to me to know. You know how sad I was in May and when I called you and I had this breakdown. Would you have done anything differently? Because you knew already that I felt bad. Would you have done anything differently mm-hmm. uh, to avoid that situation or to deal with it earlier, so to say? Yeah, it's. Uh, thank you for the question, first of all. It's, uh, it's a very interesting question. And uh, my answer is a no. 
I I wouldn't be I wouldn't have done anything differently. And the reason behind it is that all I wanted to show you that I'm there if you need me and to feel that there is somebody who you can talk to and there is a support for you. So um, I was waiting and, you know, asking you, like, how are you doing? Is everything all right? But you you try to keep strong and you try to not show your emotions, which we know that now it has completely changed, right? So, um, yeah, I, I just wanted to make sure that I'm there and you know that I'm there. And if you are in trouble or if you would like to, you know, share your uh, thoughts and what's going on in your mind, then you can turn to me. Which I did. Which I did. So, yeah, I wouldn't change anything in that way. No, thank you. No, thank you for your honesty and thank you for being on the second episode of the Life After Coaching uh, podcast uh, with me. Um, so, um, Dear listeners, uh, I would like to say a big thank you as well for listening to us, for listening Rebecca and me, and uh, hope you found it useful. Hope you can have some key takeaways from this conversation as well. And uh, it was Esther from The Magical Coaching. Don't forget, live, love, and be in charge of your own life. See you at the next episode. Until then, lots of love. Bye-bye.